0: Today is May 21st, 2019, and this is Tuesday's edition of On The Hop. Good morning, good morning, baseball enthusiasts. Welcome to On The Hop, a daily baseball podcast focused on delivering up-to-date news from around the league. Let's chat about some baseball. So, last night. New York Mets third baseman Todd Frazier and Washington Nationals outfielder Adam Eaton had a heated exchange between innings that was caught by a television camera last night at Citi Field. According to ESPN, the two players jawed at each other from a distance, prompting several Nationals players to take a few steps out of the dugout before Frazier and Eaton were guided in opposite directions. Eaton took his position in right field, and Frazier was led back to the Mets bench on the first base side. Apparently, these two hated each other. While they were teammates for the White Sox in 2016, take a listen to Adam Eaton's post-game interview about his little fracas with Todd Frazier. I don't know, he's
1: chirping all the way across the infield, and uh, I don't know, he really, he must really like me because he wants to get my attention. It seems like every time we come here to town, and and uh, he really. Cares what I think about him. I guess I don't know what what uh, what a deal is. I don't know if he wants to talk to me in person or or uh, you know have a visit or what it is. But like I said, he's always yelling across the infield at me. He's made a, he's making a habit of it. So um, and he always he's one of those guys that always says it loud enough so you can hear it, but you can't understand it. Um, so yeah, like I said, he's making a habit of it. Uh, you know, I ignored him a couple times as he's chirping uh, coming across, and uh, um, you know I had it to the point where. Um, you know, know, uh, I'm not going to say the saying that I want to say, but, um, you know, you got to be a man at some point. And uh, so I turned around and had a few choice words with him. And then it's funny, you know, I was walking towards him and then he, he didn't really want to walk towards me. But as soon as someone held him back, then he was like, all of a sudden was really impatient, like trying to get towards me. So like I said, just being Todd Frazier. So what's what's new?
0: And. Here is Fraser's comment regarding everything. That was nothing at all. Well, that ends that. Sports Illustrated reports that the organization More Than Baseball has launched a GoFundMe to help accomplish the group's mission of getting minor league baseball players opportunities to live a better life because they are not paid proper wages. The campaign started yesterday, and it's looking for $25,000 to assist in providing players with affordable housing, access to healthy food options, necessary baseball equipment, career development, and educational opportunities. One of their taglines, written in the description of the campaign, reads, minor league Ball players are subject to a system that takes advantage of their dreams and builds a lucrative market around their cheap labor. As of this morning, when I checked, it looks like $590 has been contributed so far in the last 21 hours. There is also an option to sign up to donate on a monthly basis. If you're all about this type of stuff, these crowdfunding campaigns, go for it. There have been plenty of articles written that describe the type of life that these minor league ball players have. So, I think this is a cool thing. If, if you're all about it, awesome. If not, you know, that's fine too. Over the weekend, there was speculation that Mets manager Mickey Calloway's job was on the ropes, especially after being swept by the league's worst team. No, not the Orioles. Jerks. The Miami Marlins. Where this speculation came from is yet to be discovered. Now, I did read about this over the weekend and a little bit yesterday, but it seemed like a lot of hearsay, and there wasn't much substantial about the story, so I just kind of I let it ride out. However, Mets general manager Brody Van Wagenen publicly stood by Callaway stating that the second-year coach isn't going anywhere. Mickey's our manager now. Mickey's our manager going forward. Mickey has our full support to lead this team for the foreseeable future. According to SportingNews.com, Van Wagenen also said that he is to blame. And I quote, the finger pointing is not going down to the players and the coaches. We built this team in the front office. The accountability I want to place on my shoulders. Now, I'm inclined to take people's word at face value as long as there aren't any, any red flags. Having a terrible start to a season, especially in your second year, should not put a coach on the hot seat. At least, I don't think so. But, if the Mets don't improve just a little bit, I think the tune is going to change in New York. And your list updates. According to Bleacher Report, New York Mets outfitter Johannes Cespedes has fractured his right ankle. The injury happened in an accident Saturday at Cespedes Ranch in Florida. New York's GM said that Cespedes was not on a horse when he suffered the injury. He stepped in a hole and had a violent fall. He is undergoing evaluation in New York. Cespedes has yet to make a start in a game this year, and this accident will most certainly prolong his return. Missing most of the past two seasons doesn't look good for his future in New York or anywhere else. You know, You kind of want to laugh at this. He hurt himself at his ranch by stepping in a hole. It's not funny because that stuff hurts. Like, I've broken both my ankles and seven bones in one of my feet, and they were more painful than my shoulder surgeries. So it's like you want to laugh, but you know you shouldn't? I don't know. First world problems, I guess. Yahoo Sports reports that athletics pitcher Brett Anderson exited last night's start against the Indians in the sixth inning with an apparent neck injury. The 31-year-old actually suffered the injury in inning earlier when he ducked to avoid a broken bat. The A's training staff came out to examine him, but he stayed in the game to finish the fifth inning. Anderson came back out to start the sixth, but exited after two batters with discomfort in his neck. He had this to say: "It's a little sore, a little stiff, but should be fine going forward. Kind of another fluky thing that probably I only have to deal with. I break a guy's bat, and I don't know where the barrel's going, and my neck starts to spasm up." Anderson still kept his sense of humor when he also said, "With my luck, if I stand there." The bat impales me, and i probably bleed out on the mound or something crazy. So thank you for that image. Brett Anderson. The LA Angels suffered an awful stretch during the eighth inning of last night's 3-1 loss to the Minnesota Twins when Shoei Atani and Andrelton Simmons got hurt on consecutive plays, according to Larry Brown Sports. Altani took a pitch off his ring finger when swinging at a third strike on an 0-2 count. You can imagine the collective holding of the breaths. Is that a thing? Is that a phrase? It sounds like, um... A celebration Lord of the Rings. The holding of the breaths. Anyway, you can imagine the scare. That's probably an easier way to say it. That this must have brought to the Angels fans after just getting a back. His x-ray, however, came back negative, so everything should be good there. However, Andrelton Simmons chopped an 0-1 pitch to the right side and fell to the ground rolling around in pain after lunging towards the bag. He had an obvious sprain, but will be receiving an MRI to determine the extent of his injury. At first glance, it seems he will miss some time. It's just a matter of how much. I'm sure we will find out more later this afternoon as soon as I post this episode. Just kind of how it goes. Quick takes. According to FoxSports.com, the Minnesota Twins are second in all of baseball with 87 home runs. This puts them only three behind the Mariners. The cool thing about the story is that everybody is getting in on the action. Eight different players have at least seven or more home runs this year. They are the third team to have this many players hit at least seven homers before the end of May. Those players are Eddie Rosario with 13 home runs, followed by CJ Crone with 12, Mitch Garver with nine, Max Kepler with nine, Jorge Polanco with eight, Jonathan Scope with eight, Jason Castro with seven, and Nelson Cruz with seven. But they could take this record-breaking thing a step further. If Byron Buxton, who sits at four home runs, can hit three more in the next 10 days, the Twins will be the first team in MLB history to have nine players with seven or more home runs. Now, I know I make fun of silly records like these, but it gets a pass since it's a team record. I'm a little more tolerable of that. It's also my show, so I could be inconsistent and I don't have to explain myself. The San Diego Padres and Arizona Diamondbacks will play a series in Mexico City next season. TheScore.com reports that no dates or details have been made official, but it's anticipated that Major League Baseball will make an announcement about the series on Wednesday. The series between the Padres and D-backs will be the first non-exhibition MLB game to be played in Mexico City, and it will officially become the highest city by altitude to ever host a Major League Baseball contest. Coors Field, the home of the Rockies, sits at 1,600 meters above sea level, whereas Mexico City, at its lowest point, is 2,200 meters. Now, I don't talk much about the power rankings or day-to-day stats among players and teams because that's just not my focus. I'll let the other networks dive into those topics. I'm not knowledgeable enough, honestly. However, it's hard to ignore how well the Astros are playing right now and well, all season. According to Yahoo Sports, the Astros are tops now in winning percentage and run differential. They passed the eye test, and because it matters who you beat this time of the year, they've played the fourth toughest schedule thus far. Although Altuve is on the injured list, Springer has been doing a ton of heavy lifting and a surprise contributor, Michael Brantley, who is hitting 324 with 10 home runs and 32 RBI, is supplementing the load, something that no one really expected. I was actually on a podcast as a guest this last week, and I was asked who I think the World Series is going to include. My pick was the Dodgers against the Astros, with the Astros taking it. ESPN reports that L.A. Dodgers pitcher Julio Urias will be reinstated from administrative leave following a domestic violence arrest after Major League Baseball did not obtain a security video that allegedly showed the incident. Urias was arrested May 13th after an alleged altercation with the woman in a parking lot of a Los Angeles shopping mall. The left-hander is expected to rejoin the Dodgers today, and the league's investigation into Urias remains open, according to sources. Prosecutors have yet to file charges against him, and the LA police department still has not released an incident report. Well Let's get this over with.
1: Castor's 1-0 delivery to him. Torres drives that ball center field. Hit deep. Going back near the wall. Wilkerson maybe. Nope. Goodbye home run. Get him out of there. Uh, Don't throw to him. I've never seen anything like it. Put up four fingers. I've never seen anything like it. He is just
0: tearing the Orioles apart. New York Yankees phenom Glaber Torres has been haunting the Baltimore Orioles pitching and Gary Thorne is sick of it. So am I. Torres is batting 386 lifetime against the O's and has smacked eight home runs against them as well. Sometimes you just have to give credit where credit's due. Regardless. And finally, NBC Sports reports that the Reno Aces and Tacoma Rainers, Triple A teams of the Diamondbacks and the Mariners, played a wild one last night. The game featured 33 runs on 39 hits, 16 walks, with 10 homers. Four of those homers were hit by Yasmani Tomas, Matt Caesar hit for the cycle, while Kevin Crone knocked in six runs and hit a pair of homers, giving him 21 on the season. Reno won 25-8. to And of course, this has nothing to do with the new baseballs being used. Not at all. Not used. Not one bit. Well, that's all for me, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in to Tuesday's edition of All the Hop News. And Christian Yelich has 19 home runs currently, and I'm betting he gets to 25 before May is over. Chat with you later. I'm out.